Double or Nothing is in the books. Oh, man. Oh, this is going to be fun. Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. I am your co-host, Phil Gentile, here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios, the Dan Marley of Wrestling Figure Collecting. Welcome welcome to uh, another episode uh, of the show. Thank you for listening. We have the uh, the lovely my lovely co-host, Sheena Phelps, down in Norfolk. 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 Isn't is North? Is it North? No, what do it's, they call it? Norfolk? Well, it, it's Norfolk? it's typically like you know if you're if you're not from here you'll say like Norfolk. You know what I mean? Like that's Norfolk. like that's how it's spelled N O R F O L K. But like the locals, it's Norfolk. Like oh. it's like a it's kind of like how Louisville and Louisville like you know like oh. depends on if you're from there or if you're just like passing through. Uh, it's one of those types of things because I remember when we used to live here like you know ten years ago. Um, I called it Norfolk and they were like, oh yeah, you're not from here, are you? And I was like, Norfolk. no, yeah, so it's Norfolk. It's like a you know very just like a right right runs out of the tongue, you know. Nice. Speaking of running out of the tongue, Marco Denton up in Boston. What's up, dude? What's going on? Um, same thing over here. You have a. Uh, we have Worcester, Massachusetts, but it's spelled Worcester. Um, oh so my gosh, that is it. so funny! I always, yeah. every time I write your address, I say Worcester. It's Worcester. Yeah, so how, so Worcester. But so around here we say said? we say Worcester. I don't know why Wait, it's not with spelled that way. Yeah, Worcester, Worcester kid. Yeah, Worcester. it's uh, Worcester. Um, but uh, yeah, nothing much over here. Just uh, I'm actually trying out the uh, watermelon. Uh, high noon. Oh, which are really- nice. Some people, some people say watermelon. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah, I say Man, we're, we're messing words up left and right here. What's, what's going on? <laughs> Names, uh, words. You're drinking a high noon. I'm drinking a Mayflower Love and Wrestling. Uh, this is uh, sent to me by our good buddy, good brother M- Tom Sliney. This is a Plymouth, Massachusetts brew, uh, oh, and uh, it's yep. a wrestling themed double IPA, eight percent alcohol. So get me nice and lubed up for this double or nothing what? talk. What what up, Tom? I, I'm not pregnant anymore. You know, like you could send me beers anytime. Like mm-hmm. I, my 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 mailbox here, is oh, my mailbox is open. Okay, Tom. and and Tom is is uh, dropping his debut episode with our buddy Daryl tomorrow of the rundown the run in podcast. Uh, I can't wait to listen to it. They're going to talk about not only wrestling, not only wrestling figures, I think, but pop culture and all kinds of action figures, movies. So kind of what we do here, but just expanded to more uh, different action figures. So I'm excited to listen to that. That'll be wherever you listen to our show. You can download that, the Run In podcast. Just search the Run In, and uh, there's already a feed for it on iTunes and all kinds of stuff. So excited for those guys uh, that they're kicking off a new podcast. Yeah, and you can follow them on uh, at the Run In Pod on uh, Instagram. So the Run In Pod on Instagram. Very nice. Um, so yeah, we're all. What are you drinking over there, Sheena? I am drinking a fresh crispy boy right out of the fridge. Uh, I, these were these were sent to me by some members of the inner circle. We have like a little group chat. Um, and I was just kind of having a bummy week this week, just like, you know, kinda, just, just a rough one. Right. And my, my favorite dudes from the inner circle, Marco, Phil, Zach, and Mike all hooked me up with a little, with a little whole foods delivery that included some Miller light. So I'm over here sipping happy, feeling good. And I got cookies. I got extra toasty Cheez-Its. Life is good. I have, I have the best friends. So you guys are so awesome. So thank you all for like making my week. No problem. We're happy to do it. I that's the only when my wife is upset or she's in a bad mood. That the only thing I know how to do is just get her like the snacks that she likes. And just, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. throw that's them in front of her, and like, hope you feel that's, better. 
that's the mood that i mean that's the move for sure i mean you know i'm all about like not like eating your feelings you know I, I, you got to have a healthy relationship with that sort of thing but there are just times when like if you just even even if you don't indulge in them just having the snacks there just for yeah. comfort you know what i mean yeah. like you know i'm just like, I'm, glad, I'm just glad there's oreos in my pantry you know break glass in case of emergency yeah i got your double stuff yeah. too we, we sprung for oh, double, double stuff. they were double stuffed i was like oh hell yeah this is you know seth likes the thins i mean the thins oh, are i mean oh, i've never met God. Seth. Seth, I, seth, I, stay, I on, stay on that boat man we don't need yeah. them thins it's <laughs> thin oreos I know. Th- listen, Oreo, the, the thin the thin ones are actually pretty good. But I mean, like that's the whole point of the Oreo, right? Is like the cream filling, and there's like it's like barely like a little like schmear of uh, cream no. like filling in the thin. So yeah, when I saw that double stuffed, I was like, oh yes, this is the business. Because anytime we have Oreos and says home, they're always the thin ones, and I'm like, yeah. Sheena, <laughs> Sheena, here's the real question: Have you taken two double stuffs, taken the top off, and made a quadruple stuff yet? Oh my God! Go no. do that. Go do that while right now while I get the plugs in here. Uh, check us out. Oh. Chickfoleyshow.com <laughs> is where you can download. Uh, not download, but you can download something there. I'm sure. Uh, it's uh, the best way to to donate to our show. That's our Patreon page. It starts at a dollar per month. Uh, you get Marco. How how many hours would you say that you uh, you work on this podcast between the script, uh, planning out the episode, watching the wrestling? And all the other crap that we do. Oh my god, I, I don't even know. It's like a, I think it's like a part-time job. So I do like my full-time job, and then I do my <laughs> part-time job, which is a show. It's like we'll say a part-time job is like 20, 24 hours a week. So yeah, twenty-four. We'll say twenty-four hours of of show prep. Yeah, I'm gonna so say twenty be, hours. Let's, 20 be, 30. let's be honest. That's like 20, 20, uh, 23 and a half of those hours is just watching wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> and then I just send stupid tweets. But yeah, I mean, we. I mean, I'm not complaining. We love what we do. But the uh, the reason for the Patreon is to support us. Uh, and uh, if you like what we do, just uh, show your support. Uh, we use that money for giveaways and all kinds of cool stuff. But uh, we also have a Facebook page of about 150 of us that. Uh, buy sell and trade figures uh and just have kind of general wrestling conversations each and every single day Uh, myself and shane and marco do weekly articles wrestling related and wrestling figure related uh all kinds of cool stuff we just had a hastel toy uh do a live claim sale in the facebook group so we're always doing fun stuff there it's chickfoleyshow.com you can sign up for a dollar per month five dollars gets you all of our bonus episodes uh, me, Marco, and Mike are going through every episode of Monday Night Raw from 1996 in chronological order, uh, which sounds like, why did you pick 1996? Which is actually what I said when uh, Marco picked that year. But, I mean, uh, you're thinking, we're we're six months away, not even, Marco, from Scott Hall showing up on Nitro and basically yeah. flipping the wrestling world upside down. Uh, so we'll get into that and how that changed the WWE and, and all that stuff. So it's it's going to be pretty fun. It's been fun really so far after three episodes. And uh, all of that is available for our Patreon subscribers. So kind of a spinoff show. So uh, check it out, chickfoleyshow.com. And uh, Sheena, tell them where they can find our shirts at. Oh, of course you can find them at the one and only ProWrestlingTees.com. Just ch- type in Chick Foley and our, our show store will pop up. We have tons of awesome designs that our friend Extra Cooler hooked us up with. So um, support us. Uh, support Extra Cooler. You can follow him on Instagram at Extra Cooler. And if you need any design work for your own self, your pod, your t-shirts, 
hit him up because he does great work. But um, yeah, hit up our shop and we have some really awesome stuff. And you, if you want to get fitted for In Your House, we have my favorite, which is the In Your House logo. And uh, just to add on to the Patreon, we have the, the, our highest tier uh, would get you uh, onto our podcast to help us co-host it uh, for any segment that you choose. And for the month of June, we're going to lower it to the $25 tier. So $25 gets you all of our bonus episodes, unboxing videos, articles, access to our Facebook page, and you get to jump on the show here with us. And uh, you can recap uh, in your house. You can do uh, a figure segment with us, whatever you want to do. So check it out. We uh, we appreciate listen, all that support. I'm not I'm not bragging, but we have a pretty good track record because listen, Marco hosted that segment with us, and look, Marco was on the come up. Now he's like an actual part of our three man crew here, and then Daryl co-hosted the uh chick foley show and now him and tom are starting their own podcast so i mean we it's everything we touch turns to gold baby you know yeah if you want to start a podcast let's come on our show first and we'll uh we'll put the strap the rocket to your ass yeah you know (laughs) yeah very cool stuff so uh yeah that's where you can find our shirts we got some cool designs up there uh you can shoot us an email at questions at chickfoleyshow.com Social media, it's at Chick Foley on Instagram and at Chick Foley Show on Twitter if you want to yell at me about something. Uh, but we'd, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys there. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, let's get into some news and notes before we get inside the squared circle. I wanted to talk about our buddies over at the Major Brothers uh, who actually gave us a shout out on the episode which drops uh, the same day our episode drops, but uh, if you're one of their Patreon subscribers, you probably heard it early. I sent uh, sent the boys over there some high noons, and they well, were. Uh, I was gonna ask you what they think. They were singing the praises, baby. They were loving it. Yeah, I mean, oh, uh, well, nice. I mean, full disclosure: Brian Myers hasn't had a drink since quarantine started, and his wife is pregnant, so he has not tried it yet. But uh, our uh, smart, smart, smart Mark Sterling has been. Uh, uh, loving them, he he drank both of them, and uh, I also sent him one of the uh, local beers here with a with a Ric Flair uh, can to it, so he's going to drink that Sweet. soon too. So yeah, they gave us some love, and they are doing a four hour Hasbro history history of Hasbro figures video on their YouTube page Friday at six p.m. Uh, I'm going to try to watch it, but uh, that's kind of right around family fun night over here at the Genteel house. But uh, I'm excited to see a four hour video of uh, the history of Hasbro's. Man, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm pumped for that too. Um, I mean, Hasbro's, it's, I just feel like, I mean, obviously Hasbro's have been a collector favorite for, I mean, as long as they've been around, but I feel like in the last like four months, Hasbro's have just like skyrocketed as far as like their popularity amongst the, like the collector community and stuff like that. And obviously since quarantine has started, the prices have just been like out freaking rageous. Like it's, it's insane. Like we talked about last week, I can't believe all of a sudden now Seth is wanting to get into Hasbro collecting. Well, I'm like now really like (laughs) like, now it's like buying Apple stock. Once the, uh, the iPhone came out. Exactly. Like, dude, what are you thinking? You know, um, but super, super pumped to, to listen to that. And also, if you guys are interested, they still have uh, copies of the the Hasbro book that I showed on my Instagram story. It's like 400 pages of like beautiful illustrations. Um, it's like a complete collector's guide. And you can follow them at WWF Hasbro book on Instagram. Um, and it leads you right to their store. So if you really want like a, an awesome collector's guy that's been put together like it it's awesome start to finish so myself and mike have it and uh you should check them out on instagram and see if it's something that you'd be into if, if you're into hasbros 
another really quick thing, our buddies over at Wrestling Toy Tracker, we, we, we need to shout them out more because they do some cool work. Uh, an awesome website. Uh, if you are getting into Hasbro's or Retro's, or now I think they even have the Defining Moments up there, Marco, uh, and LJNs and a bunch of stuff. And they basically aggregate all the information from eBay on sold listings and tell you what these figures are, are, uh, are going for on the open market. Uh, they just did a pricing update, so everything is is live on there as far as all their figures. Uh, but uh, it's a cool uh, tool to use if you are looking to get some figures um, and don't want to just scour through all the little tabs on eBay. You can just basically click on a picture of whatever figure you're looking to. So I'm going down to the one, two, three kid, the only Hasbro I don't have. Clicking on it, it is, oh, it's actually, this is not updated. $289 loose. I would I would pay that right now if someone offered me that. Um, but I think when you click on it, it shows you the current uh, listings and, uh, you know, they're they're astronomical. But uh, it's a cool little tool to use for sure. Yeah, didn't Mike just show us one today that was going? It sold for like seven fifty or something loose. I, I can't. I like. I didn't pull open the picture, but I was. I was scrolling today. I was like, I was catching up on everything. Um, you guys posted one in the group chat, and I was just like, holy hell! Yeah, it's pretty pretty insane. And another website, my buddy Darius uh, turned me on to that uh, I didn't even know existed. It's figurerealm.com. Uh, you basically you can type in there Kurt Angle, and it'll spit out every Kurt Angle figure ever made, like basically a checklist of, you know, if you want to start a Macho Man or a Hulk Hogan uh, collection, I'm sure the Hulk Hogan list is uh, enormous. But the, Insane. Yeah, the, the Kurt Angle one was, was was longer than I thought it was. I mean, there's like 80 jacks that came out, which I'm not going to buy all those. But uh, it is a cool little tool to use if you want to start a collection of one specific wrestler uh, or you're wondering what has come out for someone in different companies. Uh, that's a cool – and I think it's more than just wrestling. So they're not, they're not paying us to promote that website – but uh, it's a cool, another cool tool for any wrestling figure collector if you uh, want to fill in some holes, giggity, while uh, the quarantine is going on. Uh, so let's go inside the squared circle. This is brought to in part by our friends at Chalkline. You can use code CHICK here for 15% off of your order. Do you want to start with Double or Nothing or start with go chronologically and do uh, SmackDown and Raw and all that stuff? Let's start. Let's start with Double or Nothing, and we'll we'll get into that, and then let's uh, we'll just like briefly touch on on the weekly shows because I think Double or Nothing and the the fallout on AEW is going to take up most of the inside the squared circle segment this week. Okay, uh, I've I have a new uh, turned over a new leaf here, and and I've gotten some some people complaining about my hatred of AEW, and I'm not going to it say was, it. it's it's feedback. It's yeah, not, yeah, it's yeah, not it's, hatred. No, yeah. no, 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 no. They are saying I have hatred. Yeah, that's what, oh, that you they're, have hatred. They're not okay, saying, gotcha, I'm not gotcha. calling them hatred. No, they're, you know. Gotcha. But uh, I, I'm not going to say anything bad about AEW until I say something good first. Okay. That's, that. I, I like that approach. I like yeah. that approach. Uh, it, might, it might be hard at some points, but I want to make it happen. Uh, so let's run down the card here. And, uh, oh, God. Start, <laughs> start with this, this first uh, ladder match. Uh, okay. Uh, so, so. Sheena, start me off with this casino ladder match. The winner gets a uh, world title opportunity. What, what were your thoughts? I thought it was fun. I thought the ladder match was good. There was a, definitely some, um, you know, uh, we knew Darby Allen was going to do a crazy spot. And then we didn't know that Brian Cage was going to be like the the mystery entrant. But he came in and like wreaked havoc. And I thought I thought it was really good. Um, I I didn't expect 
obviously I didn't know Brian Cage was going to be in the match, so I didn't expect him to win. Um, but now seeing him, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of here for it. He's a little bit too beefy for my like initial, like I'm like, uh, you know, I'm not really into those like big, like Ryback style, like meathead dudes, but, um, I'm curious to see what he's got to offer. Okay. Um, I do like <laughs> him debuting here. I feel like they, they need guys of that size in the main event picture to kind of, wrestle with with ambrose or with moxley so it, it makes sense him winning here um this this was not this was not good this this was you know when tony khan was promoting aw and this was going to be a sport-based thing it wasn't going to be i mean this whole match was just comedy the whole time i mean orange cassidy was standing on the ladder not no didn't know how to open up the ladder like okay that's fine i don't mind comedy for comedy's sake but like this this whole match was just was just like a joke. Yeah, you know, I feel like they really kind of. I, I mean, AEW's kind of they have that very comedic style to them with a lot of the things that they do. Even though, like you said, in the beginning they approached it as like we're going to be sport based sports based wrestling. You know, wins and losses are going to matter. They've already kind of thrown that out the window. I mean, they still show like no, they the, still do um, the rankings on the website they, every week, Sheena. They they do the rankings, but I mean, if the rankings really matter, they wouldn't have to do all these number one contender matches. True, you know what I mean? True. So 100%. like uh, like so it's it they really kind of don't matter. I mean, they're keeping track, and I mean, I'm sure at some point it'll come into play. Like I'm undefeated, or you know, he's the one in you know fifteen and one or whatever. But as of right now, if, if you were really keeping track, like wouldn't the person who has the most wins be the number one contender? You wouldn't have to have yeah, ladder matches and, and battle the purpose Royals. of like having a one, you know, which which I like having a number one contender match because it makes yeah. a match like this meaningful. Um, I I think, and we'll get to it at the end. I, I you know, there, we, there's been some guys that have been added on. I mean, Brody Lee gets a title shot here within like a month of joining the company. Then now Brian Cage is going to get one. Like. You have guys like Darby Allen, Scorpio Sky, some some of these younger guys, like that are just like I don't know. We're a year in now, so I understand what they're trying to do. You get you want to put some big names in the title picture, but mm-hmm. I really thought they were going to use this as a platform to promote some younger talent, and they just I mean they just haven't. I mean, and and going down the list, I'm sure they're gonna there's gonna be a, a Rusev or a Zack Ryder, or there's gonna be more guys coming down the pike that they're gonna sign. Yeah, that are just going to step up into the main event, and I don't. AW fans don't seem to be complaining about it, but it's the same thing that we were complaining about when all these guys were in WWE. That, that there's no opportunity for them because there's just newer people every month, every two months. There's going to be someone new. I feel like every week on AEW, someone debuts and then gets skyrocketed to the top. So, um, yeah. While- well, I mean, Jungle Boy is getting an opportunity. You know what I mean? He won um, this. Uh, oh my gosh. Recent. Battle Royal what, on the a Battle game. Royal, Battle yeah. Royal. I was like, what? what yeah, he won, he won the Battle <laughs> Royal, um, you know, and he beat MJF. So I just feel like, I don't know. I mean, he's he's a younger guy. He's only twenty two. Yeah. But maybe that maybe they're just taking um, maybe they're just taking these younger guys for granted because they feel like they're going to have them for a long time. Versus like, you know, the Jerichos and the um, the Brody Lees and the you know Moxleys and and Kenny Omegas they're pushing them first because like they have a shelf life right they're yeah. I mean, in wrestling there there's only going to be so long that you can perform at at your peak and maybe they're like oh well, these guys are only 22 so ultimately we'll have them for like eight or nine more years at least yeah i mean you can think that way but i mean the the, the table is going to tip eventually where some guys from oh, aw are going to leave and go to nxt but we'll see 
you know, I, I just, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Scorpio Sky, and I feel like he would have been a perfect guy to to be in that mid card TNT title picture. Maybe he will be. I, I don't know, but uh, yeah. Brian Cage wins this one here. Uh, the next match I really liked was a really good, good, you know, serious match. MJF and, and Jungle Boy. Um, I I would have I would have flipped it and had Jungle Boy win and then MJF win the the Battle Royal to get the title shot at Cody because I feel like that. They they started a pretty good angle with Cody and that just kind of went to the wayside, um, but uh, great great match I like this match a lot. Yeah, well, even in, in the battle royal, I think I would have had. I, I know they're trying to set up like um, Jungle Boy and MJF, and then like ultimately MJF and Cody. But I, I feel like having um, MJF or sorry, Co- or Jungle Boy eliminate Orange Cassidy was kind of a miss. Like they should have just had. Um, Jungle Boy, I'm all I'm all confused here. Really quickly, hold on. See, I'm 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 not, I'm not the AEW correspondent. I need Marco to step in here. You're and talking be about that. the battle royal. You're you you love that battle royal. You're getting the it battle a, royal and the ladder yeah, match. She loved confused. it. <clears throat> She's a big fan of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched too much. I've watched too much AEW. See, I don't normally watch as much AEW, and so it's all running. To, it's all running together for me. <laughs> um, I told you guys I've I've had an off week. So, go ahead, Marco. You take you take the reins here. Um. So so we're talking about the. Jungle Boy and MJF match, yep. right? Um, see, what I think is, I don't think they're, I don't think they're putting MJF in that position to face Cody at all. I think they put him in a position to face um, like Moxley or someone for the world title. Because every interview he does, every promo he does, he talks about being the world champion, not the TNT champion. So I think that's where they're putting him. I don't think he's going anywhere near that TNT title. I could be wrong, but I think. He'd be better off if they're really trying to push him as like one of the main heels and one of the like I the agree. biggest yeah. future stars. He has to go for the world championship. Not yeah. but isn't so that like, crazy that you think that they're gonna let MJF be the world champion before they let Cody be the world champion? You know what I mean? No, I know Cody has this no. contingency Cody, on him now, like where he mm-hmm. can't he can't be the world champion, but like let's be real, like that's not gonna last forever. But mm-hmm. I just feel like 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 we said before, the fact that these guys created this company and didn't push themselves is like, I feel like has been like a huge misstep. Cause I mean, really let's be real. What's the lineage of the, the AEW world title. You know what I mean? Jericho, obviously legend, but you know, beyond that, what's it going to be? It's going to be Moxley and then, then who, right? Like it needs a little bit more clout. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I think I think if you're going to take the title off Moxley eventually, I think it's it's going to be MJF. I mean, if of anybody, I think that's the way to go. And I think you know, just because he's an awesome mouthpiece, he can be kind of like when Seth Rollins was was a was a heel like chicken shit champion, you know, back with J and J Security. So uh, I, I'm I'm all about that. So this was a, this was a good match. Cody versus Lance Archer. Um, I just I don't. Marco, I don't remember much from this match for some reason. I mean, it wasn't a terrible match, but it wasn't. You don't one... remember Co- Cody choking Lance Archer out with his own braid or with his <laughs> okay. with his with his murder hawk? Yep. I, yeah, I, right. I did, and I did like them doing the finishers of whoever they were with. Uh, you know, Cody did the the DDT, and and uh, Lance Archer did the, uh, or maybe it was vice versa, did the the spine buster. That was cool. Um, yeah. But uh, for we have to talk about this title belt first off. Um, Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, so, so uh, Sheena, you go, go ahead. For, okay, so I posted first. on Instagram because, like, the first my first thought whenever Mike Tyson came out holding this belt 
was the fact that Cody had said before, like when the 24 seven title debuted in WWE, I remember specifically Cody having this quote about how shitty the title looked, how he couldn't believe Mick Foley had to like come out there and you know, Mick Foley's a legend. And here, here's the exact quote. He said, uh, Cody said, I felt so bad. He's standing out there. He's a living legend. What the fuck was he holding? Like no thought, no thought went into that. Like, what is it? It's 24 seven. So you put, so that's what you put on it. 24 seven, no thought. And then he goes on to say something like he says, and you know what? Our titles are going to look good. And all I could think of is you march, Mike Tyson, a living legend out there to hold this title that looks like something that you would make on like create a wrestler. It is just so it's not so I don't want to say it's so bad because it could totally be worse, but it is just so unoriginal. And I hate the design. And everybody, of course, they had to make they had to make the reference on commentary that, oh, it's not done, you know, due to due to the pandemic, they were unable to finish the title. But I mean, they didn't, they didn't, they weren't going to change the design. So whenever I made that post, like, I mean, a hundred people came on and were like, it's not done yet. It's not what done yet. Does, I'm like, they're what not does the pandemic have to do with making a title? How do, I mean, that's just a late, people are just using the pandemic as any, like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, was he, exactly. was he more busy so he couldn't finish it? Like more people ordering know. belts like, from yeah. him because during the pandemic? What the fuck? I don't know. Maybe, maybe the gold was unavailable to, to dip the, the side oh, plates God. in. But yeah, it's got like, what was it? Like Ted Turner's mansion on it or something. And then it's got, it's like a silver plate, which is fine. Like I'm, I don't mind it. Like the plates don't have to be gold, mm. but it's got a silver plate with like no, um, like engraving mm. on the backdrop or anything. No, like, um, jewels or it, it just looks so plain and it's got a giant block letters that look like something you printed off in word no, and just is. like. It says TNT on the on the title, and I just was I was just appalled so that, that was the TNT. Let's, go, let's be political. So we'll say this: we'll say <clears throat> it's not it's not a horrible title. It's not to the standard that Cody himself put the AEW championships in the yeah, letter that he other, said. So like he said, it was a new, look, their yeah. other belts look great. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, and you, you said it right. Good. The, the, there's a picture of Moxley and Cody standing next to each other with their belts. Oh, yeah. And and it's mm. just like one one is from like the claw machine, and one is like a real title from JB Toys. Like oh. it's just not even like <laughs> not even like comparable. And the yes. fact like WWE will do something shitty that sucks, but they just own it. They they just go like the twenty four seven belt sucks, but. They don't care. Yes. Okay, yeah. we did something stupid. It's done. Let's go to Monday Night Raw next week and and do next week's. Like, yeah. They don't have the announcers in their in their ears. Like, oh, it sucks. Nobody likes it on Twitter. Uh, let's let's tell them it's not finished yet. Like, what? Are yeah. they, they're not going to redesign the whole fucking thing. They're just going to put yeah, some gold on it or something. Like, it's not going to change what it looks like. Like, it sucks. Okay. Like, they're, well, they're just see? too. I don't know. I don't know if it was legit or not, but I saw somebody had done a mock-up of the finished title, like what it was going to look like. And it it's essentially the exact same title, except for there is like some gold outline around like the rim. Like there's like parts of it that are golden versus silver. Like the, the main part of it is still silver. And then there's like gold around like the, the design part. So I don't know. It's just, it just doesn't look like, like, like what Marco said to put a, you know, put him a quote finger, should put a positive spin on it. The belt isn't bad. It's just, like when you've been delivering these other beautiful titles, like I expected yeah. something a little more ornate or a little more, you know, 
to to the to the AEW standard, right? Yeah, it's not. It's uh, you said it perfectly, and it's just like same thing with the Mike Tyson thing. It's not because you have Mike Tyson; it's because you did X Y Z with him. It's not because this title is ugly; it's because Cody went out of his way to make sure he he shit on the WWE version of a, a bad title. Yes, and now when you make yes. one, it's it's that's not finished yet. So I mean, it's and just, you and you toted a legend out there to like like you did the exact same thing, which is like so I, the 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 parallels were just too much for me to handle. Like I couldn't believe I was like, are you kidding me? Like this is the exact same thing, except for like if you inserted Mike Tyson where it said Mick Foley, it's the exact same quote. Uh. We did. We did catch Mike Tyson uh, yawning during the match. They showed that on a uh, oh god on a stolen stream that I was uh, watching this with can, because I didn't. Pay can for we it. just can we just interject here and just talk about Mike Tyson for a minute? Like I I know I know Mike Tyson is like one of the baddest mfers on the planet. You know what I mean? Like 100%. he like he has no like I'm not putting any shade on Mike Tyson. And he's a huge wrestling fan. And he's a huge yeah. wrestling fan, and yeah. he's been he's been a part of like wrestling history. You know what I mean? Like he he has he's earned his he's earned his stripes. Yep. But is there anyone that is a badass or like more like a, a professional fighter at his level that looks more awkward flexing his muscles and like standing up to somebody? Like he looks like he he looks like somebody's grandpa that is drunk out there in the ring. Like flexing his butt, he couldn't. He couldn't even rip his shirt off, Phil. I know. He like, well, did you see? Like, I was like, jumping oh, ahead a little bit. Okay. Yeah, jumping and, ahead. And he, Don't I, jump ahead. We okay. gotta save. Okay. Yeah, because because I, I want to talk about something from Dynamo, but I think it's too early to talk about that. But yeah. So Co- um, Cody but yeah. Cody wins the title, uh, and we'll see who is going to be his first contender there. Oh, we, we saw the the battle royal. Uh, we know we know that. So there's a battle royal on Wednesday. Uh, to, to crown a number one contender, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Chris Statlander defeated Penelope Ford, who was subbing in for the injured uh, Britt Baker. Uh, I will say a good thing about this match. I, I think Penelope Ford has a great look. I think she, as over the last month or so, I just feel like she is uh, someone with a lot of potential. Uh, but we have to, we have to let's let's group this match and the Nyla Rose match in together. Um, mm-hmm. And because that that match was awful, there was no, it was a, a no disqualification, no count out match for for a women's title. I don't remember these two. I mean, I know Sheena, you don't watch every single week, but this was not a blood feud or like a blow off match, Marco. This was like the first time these two had wrestled one on one, and I don't really know why we had a no disqualification, no count out. They're they're out in the crowd and smashing each other on tables, and like right before the the match with Moxley and Brody Lee, where they did the same shit, like. Was kind of yeah. was kind of pointless. Didn't really make too much sense. And Nyla Rose should be positioned like she she is better than than Nia Jax, a hundred percent, hundred percent. But she is yeah. she's got, just gotten beaten by two ninety year old Asian chicks, and she's she's done. <laughs> she is done. Okay, there's you, no there's no 90, more believable. You mean ninety pound. Ninety pound. You said Riho. Yeah, Riho and Sheeta like are just. There's no reason. I mean, she should have like a six month run where she just crushes everybody. Like, there's no reason yeah. she should have lost the title twice already. Yeah, you know, but it, it makes you wonder, like, what there's got to be something going on backstage. You know what I mean? Something that we probably don't know about that's happening because you know, you're right. Like, yeah. you know, she should be like a dominating force with like this like epic title run, but for whatever reason, they they haven't allowed her to do that. Well, Kenny Kenny Omega is the reason, and he has a uh, particular interest in uh, ladies of a certain culture. 
But um, oh yeah, I forget. I forget. I always forget that Kenny Omega is like running the uh, the women's division. Yeah, there's no yeah. shame in that. I mean, we we both share the same preference for uh, ladies of the uh, the Far East. I'm not gonna <laughs> throw shade on that. They're they're beautiful women. Um, so we're a year into this, and Britt Baker now on the shelf. She's injured. She's gonna be out to I think September. Marco. <laughs> Yeah. Be, she's gonna be back for all out yeah okay um mm-hmm. she, she was one of the best things going hopefully they keep her around for like you know mic mic time and promos and stuff like that but uh we're a year into AEW and they just have not figured out the the women's division it's just sloppy it's mm-hmm. ugly i mean you see the wrestle botch gifts on on twitter after AEW dark comes on and you know they, they just need someone to take take the reins here. I mean, Rio was nice, Sheeta is nice, but they're not going to. They don't have the mic skills to really be a force and, and just kind of yeah. be on TV every yeah. single week. You know, I mean, you have to have someone who can yeah. who can talk. Um, at least Asuka yeah. can do that a little bit. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I was really disappointed that Nyla Rose lost here. Yeah, I'm going to clean it up again. So the women's division for the AEW brand is not up to the par that we're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. when we watch women's wrestling yeah it's it's just wwe has the has the monopoly when it comes to to women's wrestling and i'm not saying there aren't great women's wrestlers in other promotions mm-hmm. uh i'm sure there are i don't get to watch every single promotion you know i know there's um lots of badass chicks out there but let's be real when it comes to women's wrestling and taking it to the next level like and wwe still has a lot of room for improvement like as far as their women's division goes, oh, yeah, you know what I mean, like they, yeah. they could they could still step their game up like tenfold, um, and and help the women out. But mm-hmm. yeah, when it comes to like comparison, like you can't you 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 could take like you could take like the the NXT women's roster and they're better than like mo- any other promotion out there is women's roster. You know what I mean? Sheena, Impact True. Wrestling has a better women's roster than than AEW. Yeah, I mean they have they have Emma Tennille Dashwood. They have Tessa Blanchard as the champion. They have Jordan Grace, who's amazing. They have Kylie Ray, who was with AEW for a little while. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean they have those four are awesome. They're they're all and Rosemary. I've I've never seen her wrestle, but I know she. I've heard she's good. Um, Havoc. Uh, I, I just I just think that it's a big a big miss, and it just I guess it's kind of multiplied because eight uh, WWE is focused so much over the last. I mean. You watch Raw from this week. I mean, it's segment after segment after segment. I mean, there was the yeah. first four or five segments were all women. You, know, all you had chicks, the Iconics yeah. coming back. You have yeah. the triple threat with Nia. You have Natalie doing a backstage promo. You have Charlotte there. I mean, it's, you know, a ton a ton of stuff going on. So it's just not, uh, you know, when you look at a, a year a year in review, I guess you can kind of say about AEW, their biggest fault right now is probably uh, what they're doing with the women's division. So we'll see mm-hmm. if that uh, improves. But uh any any thoughts on either of those matches before we move on? No, let's move on. No. Okay. Uh John Moxley versus Brody Lee. Uh, it was a good match. I thought it I thought it was yeah, good. It I was en- really, it was, I enjoyed it was it. yeah, it was very physical match. It I mean, was, you could yeah. tell these guys were just like legit like beating the hell out of each other. And I thought even though Brody lost, um I, I had a better opinion of Brody coming out of that match than I did going in, you know, because I was kind of just like, oh, my God, like, please just get Luke Harper off my freaking TV, you know? Um, oh, really? But I, th- oh, I know he's yeah, like Yeah, I mean, he's okay. I don't like the whole – I think the whole gimmick is just kind of, like, throwing me off, you know, like the the exalted one or whatever. I just think it's just kind of like, well, you know, it, it's not for me. But um, yeah, it, it I thought – it done better. Yeah, I, I think he, uh, he looked really good, that he had a really good um, – really good match with Moxley. The paradigm shift 
through the freaking entrance ramp was like insanity. Like yeah, it just caught great. me off guard. I was like, oh my God, they're like inside the entrance ramp. <laughs> you, know? you know what I really liked oh. about this match? They they had the perfect amount of two and a half counts. It wasn't it wasn't yeah. like we we've seen in some of these W some AEW title matches where it's you know there's 15 of them and it just gets the crowd to a fever pitch and they almost like yeah. overshoot their shot and you know I think it ended perfect you know right when it needed to end um right. that you know that mm-hmm. that being said I I'm just not n- nothing wrong with what he does I'm just not a fan of Moxley he just he just doesn't entertain me in the ring I just don't like his style of, of wrestling I don't, I don't he's not believable to me uh, he, he never was even in WWE, but I, but it was a, a very good match. It was a very physical match, and uh, I'm just interested to see what they do with Brody Lee going forward here. Mm-hmm. Because they brought him in, they you know he gets a title match automatically. Uh, it was a decent angle where he st- he stole the belt, kind of old school wrestling angle. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you know if he's going to kind of just you know settle down into like the mid card or or what. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I think he's still I think he's still got a lot of potential because like I said, I I was worried because I'm thinking to myself like, well, if he loses this match, like that's going to be the end of it, you know. But the, after coming out of that match, I think like, oh, okay. He didn't he didn't lose anything by not winning that match. You know what I mean? Like I feel like he still looks strong and they they're still going to keep using him like in the either upper mid card or, you know, main event picture. Yep. All right, let's get to this stadium stampede match. Uh, this was Matt Hardy and Adam Page, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks against Jericho, Jack Hager, Jake Hager, whatever his name is, Sammy Guevara, and uh, Santana Ortiz. Um, okay, I want to say something. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was okay. At, yeah, let me, I let did let too. Me, let me just say, at first. I, I we were in a chat all together, and when this thing kicked off, I was like, uh, we were like two minutes into it, and I shot off a text, and I was like, oh my god, this is bad already. This is so bad. It was just like camera angles were everywhere. Like you didn't know what was going on. They were just kind of like fighting on at ringside, and I was just I was not into it. Then it kind of like separated, and everybody kind of broke into their own little like segments, and that's when it really kind of just gelled for me. Mm-hmm. And um, even though it wasn't the same type of cinematic match that you saw in WWE with Money in the Bank and with um, the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match. It was a little bit more raw than that. Uh, no, no play on words intended. But it was, it was so much fun. Like just seeing all the things, and those guys are so funny. I thought, like, I, I just had a lot of fun during this entire match. What about you, Marco? No, I, I loved it. Um, I, same thing at the beginning of the match. It was just a little, it got a little crazy. Um, then I thought it's a stampede match, so I'm assuming it's going to be crazy at the beginning, and then it's going to. Um, you know, thin out at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some crazy spots to begin, like Sammy Guevara doing that, like that moon salt, and he grabbed like his feet when he did mm-hmm. it, like, and he almost like killed himself because there was like really no one there. <laughs> I got kind of scared. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna yeah. die. Um, and just to point him out, he's like, he's next to next to Darby Allen. He's probably like their best like wrestler, I think. Oh, oh Sammy, like their, yeah, Sammy's them, them good. Them two are their best. Like to me, like in my opinion, they're their best talent that they have. Not yeah. not like. Not like microphone stuff, just in ring talent. They're in, they're like, they're insane. They're leagues above most people at that. Yeah, company. well, I even, I even think that Sammy is really good. Like his just like comedic chops are really. Yeah, good. you know what I mean. He's like an entertainer. He, yeah, he's very very entertaining. You know, and I, I think he's the perfect. He's the perfect person for like that inner he's good circle. Si- he's type a perfect of sidekick. Dynamic. 
Perfect yeah, 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 he's, no, the perfect, he's the perfect wingman. I loved it. Um, so I thought I thought he did really good. And then he got freaking suplexed a hundred yards down the down the field by Matt Jackson. Yeah, uh, the edit. That was great. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty freaking epic. Uh, what else? Let me think. What about uh, 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 Nick uh, running the stadium stairs and doing the splash on Jericho? Like runs all the way up to the stadium stairs and then like you know runs back runs, down and does runs back down. Yeah, I would have been like great. so out of breath. Yeah. I don't know what those guys do, but I'm just like holy. That was like <laughs> running up and down and then splashing on the Jericho. Uh, the uh, barroom brawl was I really liked that. It was like probably my favorite part with Adam Page. That and, was uh, Adam Page Jake and Hager. Uh, Jake Hager. Yeah, with and the then, uh, pool, Kenny pool table Omega and... came in. Yeah. Oh, so good. So oh good. god! When when Kenny Omega drank that milk, I was just, it made my stomach turn because I knew he was like all hot and sweaty and everything, and then he just like, you <laughs> yeah. know, when you're like when you've like just had a really hard workout, like can you imagine just like drinking a glass of milk? Like it just was like, maybe I guess whiskey would be the same. I guess I should have like turned my nose up at the whiskey or whatever the hell Paige was drinking, but um, but yeah, when he drank that milk, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, Santana Ortiz and uh, and Matt Hardy fighting in the pool that was really good like the him switching to, to the different gimmicks as they yes, were like, just it was water. it was good i felt a little bit awkward though i'm not gonna lie not trying to bring the mood down here but i felt like i don't know if it was recorded like pre-recorded before all of the shad stuff happened but it was a little bit tone deaf in my opinion to have like a yeah a, a drowning angle and he was like oh he's drowning him and i'm like oh yeah. like no mm, yeah. no 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 you know like i was just like this it just caught me way off guard that they would do that and i know it was not intentional it was not of any sort of malice or anything like that but just like like with current events that it had just been like all over my news feed and every you know everything and then all of a sudden seeing that it was just kind of like a little bit awkward i just was like this was not timely this was very tone deaf you know yeah um yeah no i, I enjoyed it jericho and the mascot have given the uh, judas effect to the mascot oh my gosh yes and what about when they went into the replay booth? I yeah, thought that, re- was, that was that was pretty good. That was insane. Um, yeah, no, no, and I then, loved it. Um, we saw a new. Um, so Vanguard One is no no longer with us, but we saw Neo One, the natural electronic organism, yeah, come right. come to life. So we have a brand new drone uh, that's going to be joining us on AEW, and we got to talk about the we'll the. See. What'd you say, <laughs> Phil? <laughs> You guys haven't talked anything about wrestling this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrestling. It was a made to be wrestling. It was a stampede yeah, match. Like, it was a yeah, brawl. It was a brawl, dude. Why did yeah. they have? Why did they have a? Why did they even set up the ring there? I don't know because they, it's it's just protocol and they like just in case they needed it, right? Yeah. Um. All right, I'm about to talk some wrestling to you. What about that freaking one winged angel off of the freaking oh stadium God. onto um, the uh, onto like the giant inflatable thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't care if there's a crash pad under there. It don't matter. Would you have jumped off that? Uh, no. I yeah. Yeah. You know. Um. No, that was cool. No, that was really cool. Um. Yeah. I love when he got like Sammy gets up and he's like, "I won, I won," <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like all of the elite like crash in on him, and he's like, "Oh shit," you know. <laughs> it's pretty clear to me that Adam Page should be the the face of AEW. Um, what? Uh, Hold on. I, I need the I need the Filtron five thousand to what do you mean he should be the face of AEW? I feel like yeah, I feel like he would have been a cool like you know ch- like 
Mark, better than Moxley, I feel like. I just feel like he has an awesome... How many times have you told me that you do not understand what the deal is with Adam Page? You're like, I don't get Adam Page. I don't, I don't understand Adam he's, Page. No, he's, I'm changing. Hey, I'll, I'll admit it. I'll admit when oh I was wrong. My he's, God, he's... this is a new era. I don't well, even know well what... and also because they, they really didn't position him. I mean, they gave him that title shot very the, the very beginning against Jericho. Yeah. And then he kind of went away and just yeah. wasn't doing anything and then eventually did the tag team thing with Omega. Um, but, uh, I just feel like, you know, seeing him in this match, I just feel like he felt like bigger than everybody else. Um, wow. the only thing I, I can think of, only thing I think I could think of watching this match is how much better the WWE would do this than, than, than AEW did, because this was not a, a cinematic type of thing. This was like, this was 34 minutes. The, the parts you guys talked about was probably about five minutes of this thing. The rest, the, the first 10 minutes was just like punches and elbows and kicks like all around the, 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 the stadium where nothing like was really going on. I guess they just had to set things up. But um, I just felt like it, it, it wasn't as well done as like, you know, you watch the stuff on the network or some of these documentary pieces like the WWE just does that stuff so much better, you know, not to take anything away from AEW. It's just like it could have been a lot cooler and a lot you know more produced, I guess. Um, I think Sammy is the star on one side. I, I love the I love the jerseys. I love, you know, coming into the stadium with those yeah. jerseys. That was cool. Um but uh, for for me, it was just I don't know. It was just a, I'll never go back and watch it. I just I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you guys did. I did like the part in the bar that was cool. Um, I just think it was entertaining, and I think in this pandemic era, we have to just like find like the the entertainment in the sports entertainment, you know? Because let's let's be real are we, are we really enjoying the just like pure wrestling matches that are happening mm-hmm. in empty arenas? You know what I mean? Where no. it's just like. Like, you know, I mean, oh, how, I, I enjoyed I mean, Rhea, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. That was probably the best match of WrestleMania to me. Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, there's good there's good matches and there's like amazing things that are happening. But it's at this. I mean, that was WrestleMania, too. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like it was just a different feel. Um, I don't know. I just feel like you have to we have to really embrace like the entertainment aspect of it. And I, I feel like AEW does a really a really good job with just like being funny and relevant and i don't know i i'm I'm into it okay cool yeah i mean i'm not saying my opinion is uh is better than yours i'm just you know (laughs) (laughs) overall i mean there were there were some things about this i mean there's some things about this i liked all all together this whole card you know i'm very i'm very proud of you phil Uh, i i know it's i know it's hard um for you to just come on here and Say nice things about AEW. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, but, let's get let's get into dynamite here because I have some some bad things to say about this. Um, oh man, okay. I'm going to start so. from the, the end. We'll work our way forward. Um, the fact that they're rerunning an angle from 25 years ago with with Mike. Has Tyson. it been 25 years ago? Are you kidding me? It was 1999 or something. Oh, I, mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, no, over 20 years ago. Yeah, over uh, yeah. 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> 22 years this, ago this this ending was so effing bad i mean between yeah, it mike was pretty, it, it, was it, pretty wasn't, it wasn't because they used mike tyson and it, it could have been anybody it, it was just the execution of it like yeah. Ty, tyson was like in like you talked about it. he just seems like he's too much of a fan he's in the ring like he couldn't yeah. rip his shirt he's smiling like yes. laughing like because he probably loves it like he's probably like, oh shit like this is so cool you know like like right. we would be like if we were there mm-hmm. um 
And just like, I really, if anyone listening can put together a clip of the last 10 seconds of every episode of Dynamite for the last for the last year, every episode ends exactly the same with a run-in or a big brawl or something. Like, that's that's their go-to every single week. Yeah, they, lo- they love a big, a big brawl with, like, just, like, everybody out there throw bows. But, that's, but it. that's their go-to. It was just so, you know, it was just like, we've seen this before. Like, this whole company was founded because they were tired of WWE doing all this same shit, and now they're doing all the same shit. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue with you there. I mean, it really is, like, it, it does feel like rerun in progress. And, I mean, and they're basing this feud off of a feud that started back at WWE back in like mm-hmm. 2010. That I, when, I had no idea what he was talking about. I don't know well, if I well, just wasn't watching wrestling at that of, time. On an episode of Raw, Mike Tyson and Jericho were tagging against DX. Uh, and in 2010, yeah, Mike yeah, Tyson was wrestling. Was wrestling in 2010 on Raw? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, he's he's tagging with Jericho. And then Jericho's in the ring and all of a sudden Mike Tyson walks up behind him and he like rips open his shirt. Like DX is standing there and Jericho's like confronting them. And then Mike Tyson's behind him. He rips off his shirt successfully this time. He still has a little trouble with it, but he he successfully rips off his shirt and he's got a DX shirt on underneath it. And he uh, obviously Chris Jericho turns around. Um, Mike Tyson punches him, knocks him out, and then DX gets the tag to win. So this is what they're basing this whole feud off of, is what happened 10 years ago at on an episode of Monday Night Raw. How many people would you say, what percentage of people would you say know, know what, the, what, what that was, or remember that, that are watching this? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't guess they're like thinking that anybody will remember it, but they, I mean, they made reference to it, so I guess they're hoping that you'll just take them at their word. Like, yeah, Mike Tyson, you know, knocked me out one time you know yeah. um and then just kind of like maybe do if you're if you're that interested you'll do your own research and, and figure out where it came from um because I, they're not going to mention wwe but he did say on a monday night he yeah. he knocked me out I, I liked so the whole little pep rally segment i thought was good i mean the inner circle guys they crack me up i love those guys yeah we were, um, they we were, were talking they, in our group chat i the, ortiz and santana i mean ortiz specifically <laughs> might be my favorite person in AEW. the dude is like the best comedic chops i mean his facial expressions like yeah his his selling like everything he does is like subtle but over the top at the same time it's like he he is awesome yeah they did they did really good they were giving away their um their stadium stampede shirts that they had where they had won the stadium stampede um and that little segment in the beginning when the opening segment of AEW was really good too and he's like he's like we got two boxes of shirts to give away and then all of a sudden they opened the back of the truck and it's like you know 40 boxes of, of t-shirts. He's like, oh, I got a really good deal from my friend in New York. He printed, <laughs> us, he printed us up all these t-shirts. Uh, so other than that, uh, on Dynamite, we saw a battle royal to crown the number one contender for the uh, uh, the team. Was there, was, there, was there a battle royal on Dynamite? I don't it know. was a battle royal on Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. Here's your battle royal. Here's your time to shine, <laughs> Sheena. <laughs> even, though, even though Cody came out and said... Uh, Get this, get this. They've never done this before on WWE. There's an open challenge for the uh, for the TNT title. That's a new that's a new concept. Uh, an open challenge for the mid card title. Well, no, I don't know. But we're still that. having a battle royal for the for the number one contender. But we're, we have an open. What the fuck is going on? What are we talking about here? <laughs> well, they're gonna fight. I guess. Well, I mean, I guess that makes. Um, I, so whoever wins the next 
whoever wins the TNT title, do they have to stay with the open challenge concept because Cody put it in place? I don't know. Um, I, you know, but I was thinking though, this would be a really good spot for Zack Ryder to come in, um, in this open challenge gimmick. I mean, I don't think there's any way that jungle boy is going to beat Cody Rhodes in for the TNT title. I mean, anything can happen, but I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I think eventually we're going to see, uh, Matt Cardona or whatever, whatever his new in-ring name is going to be, uh, come in during one of these, uh, open challenge segments. AEW confirmed. Uh, I would, I would love to see that. I mean, that would be cool. And, and it's a great way for Cody to get over some, some of these younger guys like young jungle boy, like, uh, a Sammy Guevara, like, you know, whoever you want to put in these matches. Um, I, I want to talk about this real quick. It's kind of a side note. And this is not a shot at either company. I just want an honest opinion on both of these. Who has made more stars in the last year, AEW or WWE? I mean, in what capacity? And in, like in ring or just like like stars, as in like Com- they have complete. legit celebrity like, like, status. I'll, I'll say something right now. Like I think in the last year they've made Drew McIntyre. WWE has made Drew McIntyre a star. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Not, not just because he's the champion, but he, you know he's he, he's in a prominent position. They've done well with him. He's you know all over TV. He's got good promos. Like I just he just seems like he's a star now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I think it stops there for WWE. Maybe you could consider Otis. I mean, he's like maybe a, a maybe for me. But but I think it's one guy for WWE. Is there anybody since since AEW started to now that they've made into a star? I mean, I feel like MJF is on his way there if he's not there. You know what I I mean, he yeah. doesn't have the he doesn't have the cred yet, like the actual like title cred. But mm. as far as just like in ring uh you know, his his presence and his um promos and his character, I mean, no one is more in tune with their character than MJF. No, I mean, I agree. he's yeah. he's mm. le- he's legit like living the gimmick. Marco, what do you think? Um, yeah, no, I would agree. And then you'd have to Probably, I'm going to give two more. You probably have to throw in Sammy Guevara. You'd probably have to throw in Darby Allen, and that. So that's three technically. If you want, I was going to gonna like, say I was going to say Darby. I, I was going to say Darby Allen. Darby don't Allen. Any, is... They don't win, ever win a match, though. They're, well, they're... as far as like as far as like name, I'm going by like stars as like as in names that they can like throw in a match and they'll be good. Like that Sammy right. Guevara and Darby Allen match at Revolution. Was probably the best match. Oh, yeah, they're both badass wrestlers. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, like, you could see them like main eventing a pay per view, and you wouldn't like bat an eye. Like, okay, yeah, this yeah, guy, exactly. you know, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah so that's three. I, think, I mean, they, they, they have the, yeah, they have the athleticism and the in ring ability to main event a pay per view. It's just whether or not the storytelling mm-hmm. aspect of it is going to exactly. be there, and yeah. that's where that's where AEW kind of drops the ball a little bit. Is just kind of, you know having proper storytelling and like get making us care about these people right like the the characters like really oh yeah they're they're pretty badass in the ring but i we need more than that to actually care for them you know yeah i just thought that was an interesting conversation some people were taking it like if you saw these people you know if they if they walked through an airport are people going to recognize them you know that that kind of star power and i don't i don't know if either company has done that but uh, but it's an interesting conversation. So if you if you guys well, Drew want- McIntyre, I mean he first of all he's like seven feet tall. So I mean if you saw Drew McIntyre walking through an airport, True. you're yeah, gonna you're stop. Gonna yeah. You're gonna you stop and look heads. at him regardless. He I mean yeah, Dar- doesn't wear a shirt anywhere he goes. Yeah, so. Darby Allen's yeah. not gonna be wearing his like you know um, 
freaking face Tommy paint. Jones, yeah, face paint, <laughs> like his two face face paint through the um, airport. So you probably he would just look like any old emo dude from like San Fran or something, you know? Yeah. So, uh, back to Dynamite, we did see the debut of the uh, the revival now with AEW. The revolt. A, the revolt. No, are they the revolt or are they just FTR? They're they're the no, revolt. revolt. Yeah, yeah. FTR now means you know F the rest is Fuck their the new. Yeah, is their new motto, but their their tag team name is actually the Revolt. Oh, okay. But okay. yeah, I don't like the Revolt. I think that I think that name is just not good. I, every time I say it, I think of the Revolting Blob from Billy Madison. Yeah, I was gonna say. It. <laughs> <laughs> how did like, you like? The, how did you like how they were debuted? Did you Did you see it? I liked it. Yeah, I liked how they came in and you know acted like they acted like they were gonna confront the the Bucks and then chase off the Butcher and the Blade and then you know then like still kind of confronted the Bucks but didn't like disrespect them. You know what I mean? Like just kind of mm. like you know, hey, like we're we're here. You know, we're we're coming for you. Like you know, we're we're gonna let you off this time. You know, we've already, we know you've already fought a match and you're tired, but just know that like we're watching. I think that's just kind of like the, that's the vibe I got and I was here for it. I was actually, I mean, you know, the all the like everybody has said like, Oh, they're going to AEW. They're going to AEW. But of course, anytime anybody leaves WWE, they always say that. But I was legit surprised whenever, um, they showed up, I was just kind of like, Oh shit. (laughs) You know, I know these guys. Yeah, no, it was, it was a cool debut for sure. And, uh, we talked about how bad the women's division has been in AEW for the first year. Uh, the tag team division has been really good. My only worry is you have a ton of tag teams now. Um, I would say almost too many, not to be negative, Nancy, but uh, you you do have a uh, two singles guys holding the tag team belts. Yeah. And the number yeah. of contenders are Kip Sabian and Jimmy, Jimmy Havoc, Havoc somehow. Yeah. Uh, who I didn't guys. didn't they just yeah. wrestle each other? I feel like those two wrestle each other every week. But um Yeah. I think well, I think you know, now that you're getting some more like legit established tag teams in, they'll break up these like, you know, one offs. We but I mean we were bitching a couple months ago, we were like, "Oh my God, how many times can we see the Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks fight?" You know, like we were yeah. like, "Give us, give us more tag teams." Um, and now, I mean, they've thrown they've thrown some people together, but I think they're in the process of of establishing more. You know what I mean? They have SCU, they have um, uh, pri- what's their name? Private Party? That's their name? Private Party. Yeah. Proud and proud, proud and, proud and party. Proud and party. <laughs> proud and yeah. party. You should do proud and party and just have all four of them together. Um, oh yeah, you have the butcher of the blade as well. You have uh, evil order. Uh, yeah, dark oh, order yeah. too. Remember, remember dark. those guys? They've been gone yeah, for a while. Those guys. Uh, I thought one of the guys from Private Party had a, had a knee injury after that match, but I don't know if that was just to uh, to kayfabe thing to get Matt Hardy to help him to get Matt Hardy out of there, so he wasn't involved with like wasn't overshadowing yeah. the uh, the debut yeah. of the I revolt. Think, yeah, I think that was a work. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 50, yeah. 50 50 chance 50 50 chance it was a work yeah, yeah. uh so Britt Brit baker uh was probably the star of the show for me he had the uh, uh the bedazzled uh what's it called the role model yeah yeah the role model what's it called i fucking oh, i can't even think wheelchair? Of what it's called. wheelchair yeah well, i can't even think of that <laughs> word yeah i had like yeah. the bedazzled wheelchair with role model r-o-l-l on the back yeah she had role model r-o-l-l i like that um hopefully she's uh involved more with her injury like this because this is great yeah, it was really funny. I like that segment. I like how she just like totally just overshadowed Tony Schiavone. Like he was in her way. And she was like, "Get out of the way," you know, just like <laughs> so mean to him. But I love it. Um, but yeah, she was just uh, um, talking about how what's her name, Aubrey. Um, 
Edwards, oh the ref. Oh. Aubrey yeah, Edwards. Edwards. Yeah, like, yeah, I, thought, I thought that whole that whole segment was really funny. She was like, Aubrey was there. You know, when I broke my nose, Aubrey was there. The conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. You know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Uh, somebody did call Brian Cage a, uh, a great value version of uh, Brock Lesnar. I didn't say that. I'm not going to say those things. I, I do. I, I do like Taz as his mouthpiece. That sounds, that sounds like a Phil Gentile quote. <laughs> no, it was not me. Can't take credit for that. But I do like Taz as his mouthpiece because Taz can talk. Uh, I don't know if Brian Cage can talk. I, I know of him, but I've never seen him <laughs> wrestle. But uh, you know, it's it's cool to have t- Taz in this kind of Paul Heyman type of role. Can we yeah. per- can we performance test that guy like? Oh like, no, he's what, he's a walking wellness violation. That guy. Uh, yeah, the wellness policy. I was like, what is that policy? Oh, the wellness policy. Oh my god, dude, he is so meaty. <laughs> like he's <laughs> he's he's beyond big dude season. Like he is something else. He's like superhuman. It's like if um like one of the I was telling Mike Lanham if one of the True Blood shape shifting wolf wolves and the wolverine like had like a love child like that would be brian cage that's what he looks like and he moves pretty good for a big dude i have to give him credit. Oh, yeah i do hate the fuck out of his facial hair it is awful i don't know it's like it's a, like wolverine yeah it's, yeah, it's like, like an ampersand or something like shaved into his face or i, I don't know like a parenthesis yeah. and he's got very he's got very sharp feet so that like distinct facial hair really just makes it he looks like a looks like a comic book character yeah, like I said, uh, I think I said MJF plus EC3 equals Brian Cage. I feel like he would make EC3 look small. I mean, he's this guy. Oh, 100%. Definitely. Yeah. This guy is a monster. Like, he's. I'd like just... to see him against Wardlow. Oh, yeah. Be pretty, be two bags matchup. of beef just smacking yes. against each other. <laughs> two beefy guys that's slamming beef. Be oh, great. So much beef. <laughs> Uh, he did. He did post a picture uh, on some sort of social media of him. Like uh, this was months ago. It made kind of like a, around the internet's communities of of him like just posing in like a a bathroom mirror. And there's definitely a du- like a dude in the stall behind him like taking a shit, which was a funny. Photo <laughs> oh my god! For, you know he can't see him because he's inside the stall. You know he's you know just see yeah. his like feet and like you know his, his pants down by his ankles. But uh, it's a it's a, the one thing I remember about Brian Cage. But. Uh, yeah, yeah a, a decent episode of uh, Dynamite up until the the end there, right? Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, said some, I said some good things, right? Wow, you made it through the AEW segment. Yeah, I'm, great, I'm very proud of right. you. I mean, well, I always. watch AEW every week because I, I feel like I, I have, I have, I have yeah. hotter takes about AEW than I do Dino, than NXT. Let's let's move over to SmackDown and Raw quickly because we're Wait, hold we're on. on. Oh, we got to do the prediction championship. Ah, oh, we don't yeah. have to. We don't have to do that. Yeah. Marco. We don't have to do that. I think we do. I think we I, have to. I think we tally think up we, the wins. Yeah. So, is it okay if I just go ahead and say and Oh my God! Chick Fil A prediction champion is the one, the only, the MVP at Inglorious Gent. Marco Denton. Oh my God, that was great. That was a great intro. The You're pride of Worcester. I don't, even, I don't even know what to do right now. I mean, <laughs> I wish I had a title to hold right now that I could put around my shoulder and just caress and treat it like Big E did when he won the tag team titles by himself. Just run around and roll around everywhere. And so wait, probably yeah. do so wait, splits so with it. Who gets a shot? You get. Does Sheena get a shot at the next WWE pay per view? I have to wait till the next. NXT uh, AEW 
pay-per-view? No. <laughs> Am I the Is AEW it? guy now? <laughs> I forget how the rules went. So if so, the next pay-per-view would be in your house. Is that me against someone, or is it you two? And whoever wins takes a bell from me. No, or no, you have to be in the match. To... Yeah, you have to, you have to be in the match. It's going to be a triple threat. Next oh, okay. Oh, yeah. so, really? Okay. A triple, triple threat? threat? Yeah. So oh, we're we're shit. doing we're doing a triple threat. If Marco's holding the championship, it's a triple threat. If Marco loses the championship, and then it's the next WWE pay per view, it goes back to a singles match between Phil and I. <laughs> uh, but Mar but Marco always has the opportunity to cash in and get the uh, you know that during the AEW pay per views. So Fighter Fest, if you lose if you lose during in a, in your house at Fighter Fest, you have the opportunity to get your. Uh, Get your title back. And if you I sign up for the highest strap. Patreon tier, you get a uh, Money in the ba Bank briefcase where you can challenge us for any, any <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the on. title on any pay-per-view you want. Uh, yeah. No four-ways. No four-way <laughs> matches. We can't. Yeah. No four-ways. <laughs> uh, so let's let's briefly talk about SmackDown and Raw. SmackDown, we saw AJ Styles, who I guess came over from Raw in a, in a trade for, for nothing. Uh, yeah, just showed so up. Pretty clear he's going to win the title here, but uh, it's the it's the brand. What's it called? The brand negotiation or something like that. It's like the or the brand invitation. Yeah, yeah, you know? kind of bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy and him move on in the IC tournament. Uh, AJ Styles versus Nakamura, which you know was a WrestleMania match. Now we're seeing it on SmackDown. Pretty, pretty cool there. Uh, we saw Charlotte lose to Bailey. Marco. Yeah. Huh? Pinned. One, two, three. Shoulders on the mat. Um, she cheated, but she still won. She grabbed the rope to do the pin. But is Charlotte a one, face two, or a three? She is. She's a, um, she's she's a queen. A, yeah. She's the queen of wrestling. That's all she is. Nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you could say. Um, what happened? <laughs> I went to get a beer. I thought you were going to talk longer than that. So. <laughs> no. I mean, there's nothing. No, there's nothing else to say. It's I'll, I'll edit queen. that. I'll get the fig wife to edit that out. You know, we'll, we'll post this five days from now to edit that. I out. think I thought you were just so shocked at my answer no. that she's the queen of wrestling. I thought you were going to come back and be like, she's not the queen of wrestling. Jordan Grace is the queen of wrestling. I I might be the biggest Charlotte fan in in the world. I, I think I think we have her on too many shows at this point now. Oh yeah, she's everywhere. They'd, yeah, I mean, you don't have Roman anymore. To, she's the hardest working woman in show business right now. Yeah, it was her and Roman. They were the uh, the mm -hmm. people that you go the go tos for like the star power. But now you have one person down, and now it's Charles. She's just gonna make her rounds on every single show. I actually don't hate it. I like that she can play to each show differently. It's not like she's Charlotte NXT Charlotte. Yeah, on when she shows up on Raw. She's Raw Charlotte. Yeah. So SmackDown. She's SmackDown Charlotte. So on and so forth. So, I, I think it's. I think it's great. You know. I, you know. She's I love her. So, uh, we do oh, see yeah. Sonya and Dolph victorious over Mandy and Otis. I do love Mandy dressing up like Otis. That man. Yeah. Was yeah. Cool. She's got. She got some denim action going on. That made me confused in my nether regions. Um, <laughs> were you, Were you tingling? Was it tingling? Tingle time? A couple tingles. Yeah. A couple yeah. tingles. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, a, a great episode of SmackDown followed by Raw on Monday. Congrats to Paulo Cruz, yeah. who uh, is the new U.S. champion. He has uh, he's been up in the uh, on the main roster I think four years now. This is his first first title. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And uh, 
I don't know why they did the whole knee injury thing to take him out of the Money in the Bank tournament. I don't know if that was that couldn't have been real because he's now back in wrestling like three weeks later. But uh, and, and, and the fact that he did like three moon salts after he yeah. acquired his acquired his knee injury. Yeah, <laughs> I do need to give props to not only Marco but also uh, pa- Papa Bear uh, Kenny Kenny Dinkins who uh, also predicted that the uh, the Street Profits and the uh, Viking Raiders would play. Golf. Golf. Yeah, Monday. that was a good. That was a good call, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Figured, I figured that was going to happen. So you say you're saying next week is bowling, right? Uh probably. Bro, I mean, I didn't. I didn't make a prediction yet, but that's probably the next step. There's, there's no way they. I mean, what else could you do it's besides? A, it's, a, it's a natural progression. You pitch. You could pitch horseshoes. You could do a um an eating competition. Yeah. You know, a little you frisbee. A little frisbee golf. Hacky sack would be pretty cool if they did that. Hacky sack, yeah. You could play pogs. <laughs> pogs. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, there God. has to be some sort of. This has to be ending in some sort of eating contest, right? Yeah, oh, dude, I, 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 yeah. A turkey leg I eating called, contest or something. Yes, I called the eating contest before the golf contest, so I, I, I'm yeah. waiting for that. Like you know, summertime, like hot dog, freaking Kobayashi style, or Joey <laughs> Joey Chestnut. I guess he's the he's the you know. Oh yeah, he's the man. Uh, Nia Jax now the number one contender for Raw uh, Women's Championship. Who else, who else is she gonna murder? That's all I want to know. Oh boy, that's on the that's on the next segment. Yeah, we can talk about uh, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll open I'll open up on uh, yeah outside the squared circle. Talk about that a little bit. I hate me some Nia. Uh, we had an awesome <laughs> Gronk promo. Our our longest reigning twenty four seven champion. Lord um, have mercy. So but uh, and we also got word, uh, we had a little promo from Seth Rollins. You don't have it here on the script, but a little uh, Seth Rollins promo backstage, and I I did like it a lot. We had kind of we heard from we heard from Buddy Murphy, we heard from Austin Theory about how yep. you know why they why they joined up with Seth. Yeah, and, uh, Marco, there's some rumors that uh, we're going to get a fourth member or a third member, however you want to slice it, next week on Raw. Do you want to talk about that here on the inside the squared circle, or do you want to talk about that on outside the squared circle? Let's, let's just go. Let's just go for it. I think. Just go for uh, it. Yeah, Marco had alluded to that. There's a lot of talk going on, on the internet that Dominic is going to be the the third disciple in the Monday Night Messiah's army, yeah. um, which I think is a very interesting take. I hadn't even considered that, considering all the the Ray. You know, he's doing like Ray's retirement and all that stuff next week. Like, I feel like that would just be like the perfect introduction to. Dominic, I mean reintroduction. Obviously, we've seen yeah. Dominic on. You know why you didn't the- consider it, Sheena? <laughs> because <laughs> because Dominic isn't a uh, professional wrestler. Probably, that's probably why you didn't think about it. That's oh probably God. why. Yeah. When your when your dad is Ray Mysterio, you're just born a professional wrestler. Oh, okay. Yeah. We talked like, about this before the show. Why why does everyone mess with Ray Mysterio? He's such I a nice know. guy. He's such a nice guy. He's so nice. <laughs> Why? Why does everybody so mean to Ray? Yeah, no, he's such a. I mean, he's such a, a gem. class act. He yeah. shakes hands after matches. He's yeah. He's never said anything bad about anyone. They just like to take his kid away at some point and like just yeah. to attack his family. I, I don't get exactly. it. Exactly. 
first it was Eddie, and then Brock beat the hell out of his. Like <laughs> Do- Dominic's been through a lot. Now he's now he's joining a yeah. cult. Like this is, this is not what parenthood. When you when you have your little baby, you're not thinking like, oh, somebody's gonna try to take them away, and I have to fight in a ladder match to to win them back. Oh, somebody's gonna drag them over the barricade and beat the dog shit out of them. <laughs> you know. Oh, I guess they're gonna join a religious cult. <laughs> <laughs> these these are not the things as a parent that you hope for your child, you know. Well, at least he's working, I guess. That's all hey. that matters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty uh, interesting episode of Raw. Um, even even uh, a girl Zelina Vega was looking. Uh, I don't know she was looking good, but you know she had like a kind of a Catwoman vibe going on. Um, yeah, she always is. she got like it's like J Lo and Catwoman had like a love child, you know. Yeah. Uh, move on to NXT here, which I did not watch, so I'll let Marco. Uh, Marco, Marco, did you watch NXT? Did you, either one of you watch it? Or yeah, no, I watched. Yeah, I watched NXT. Oh, you both? Okay, yeah, I, I watch it as well. Right, tell me what. Tell me why I should go back and watch it. What was uh, What was good? What was bad? What was uh... Uh, the triple threat match was really awesome with Drake Maverick, uh, Kashida, and Jake Atlas. Uh, definitely go back and watch that. Um, Drake Maverick won, so he's actually in the final match. Yeah, um, I'm curious how this is going to all pan out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, considering what we know, like, you know, non-kayfabe, I'm just thinking, like, how how is this going to uh, – what's what's happening here? Here's a crazy thing. It's it it's That was not taped, that ma- that NXT show, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, Ma Renault mentions the uh, – I'm going to butcher her name, but the wrestler that um, uh, oh, took her life earlier this week. Yes, so it's yes. not taped. So yeah. he could possibly win the tie. He, he might be working with the company. So we don't we don't know. We don't know if it's what's going on here. But I have a strong feeling he may be winning. Mm. I think he's going to win the, the the title. I don't know why this Phantasma guy. I think mm-hmm. yeah. I think no. um it's you know I think maybe they saw like the crowd reaction after he cut that like promo on Instagram. Everybody uh-huh. like you know they're like oh okay people do care about Drake Maverick so maybe yeah. we'll, maybe we'll keep him around. But um it was Hannah Kimura is who Kimura yes. is uh, who you were referring to. Yeah so yeah he uh, uh, actually um mentioned her during the Io Shirai the mm-hmm. tag team match there. So but yeah so it isn't taped so that kind of blew me. I was like oh, okay so this isn't this isn't pre recorded so now. Mm-hmm. Drake Maverick is actually in the finals, and I think he's going to probably actually win, which would be awesome. And he did give out uh, Kushida. He said, when I win the title, you'll be the first one to get a title shot. So I'm, I'm thinking they're going to set a feud up with with uh, Drake Maverick. And he has an awesome talent. Um, if you've never seen him wrestle, definitely go back in the archives if you can and watch Drake Maverick do some work. He's, he's actually really good. Um what else do we see? We see uh, uh, Chelsea Chelsea Green um, partnered with Charlotte, which yeah. I thought that was a, that was a big break for Chelsea Green to be able to uh, tag with Charlotte and against uh, Rhea and Io. Yeah, then she fired her manager after because she apparently didn't need him after that win. It was all her that did it. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's on her way there. Yeah, I thought, uh, she, I thought she looked really good. Um, the other the other cool thing I thought they did well was the. The dinner party, the Keith Lee and oh, yeah. the AM dinner party that uh, the Gargandos usually do. Um, they was... made it like a comedic version of it, but it was really funny. Yeah, that was really funny. Um, uh, Mia Yim was calling out. She called out um, K- 
Candice LeRae on her hair, like how horrible her new like hair looks. And then uh, Keith Lee called Johnny Gargano an action figure. He said, you have a lot, you have a lot in common with your action figures because you guys are both the same size. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought that, I thought that was Little pretty, man. yeah, yeah was I funny. thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I, I'm here for the Garganos versus uh, the Lee Yim party. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, so they actually broke kayfabe there and now you know that they're actually yeah they're they're a couple <laughs> um the other thing too is uh carrie and cross addressed uh uh Chamba. after he beat that dude that is on smackdown that gets beat every week <laughs> yeah. that guy with the yellow tights and the yellow boots that yeah. he just beat up on every single show can uh, we talk about <laughs> how beth phoenix called her charlotte instead of scarlet <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she's like oh, she's like geez. Charlotte standing ringside. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> no. Um, and then of course Mara was like Scarlett, yes. um, but uh, she is Scarlett is one of the most like captivating individuals. Like I just can't stop watching her. Oh I mean, obviously, god, like she's she she's amazing. She, yeah, she's obviously beautiful in like every every yeah. aspect of the word. But I mean, she does. She just has like a very drawing presence too like i would like the whole time she was ringside i was just watching her um and then even after um cross comes on and cuts that promo from the titantron or whatever like it's i don't know i just kept watching her and like her eyes and her mannerisms and everything it's just like so eerie and so creepy and so like like daunting she's really good i like i mean i like what she's doing what they're doing with her she has her own shirt now in wwe shop so they must you know See that's how you know. Her. That's how you know they know what the, where the money's at. That's what Mike yeah. Michael Adam was like. Oh yeah, they know the Scarlet is money. And <laughs> yeah. uh, talk about this uh, pit match or whatever fight pit match or whatever it's called. Yeah, awesome. so your boy. I'm surprised you didn't watch this. I know was, this was good. Was too. It, was, it was it was between this and finishing up uh, the the uh, last ride tonight. So I watched the last ride. Oh, last ride was good. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so they had a uh, they had kind of like a like a cage fight almost, uh, like pretty much a cage fight. Yeah, um, but it had like the cage had like a um, at the top. It was like a scaffold almost at the at the top of the of the cage, so you could like walk around at the top. Yeah, there was no ropes, there was no ring posts or anything like that. It was all cage, which is and this cool. played this played really well to Matt Riddle's strengths. I mean, he was like doing like some parkour and shit like off the cage, uh, like oh, yeah. kicking kicking thatcher's teeth out and stuff yeah <laughs> the bloody mouth and the, yeah. the doctor comes over he's just like yeah you're good to go like that yeah. usually doesn't happen in a if you watch a ufc fight the the doctors that come over and go oh you have no teeth all right you're fine yeah you're fine you're fine good <laughs> keep, keep going keep going um, um, but yeah it was it was it was a it was a brutal match i would definitely go back and watch that one if you don't watch mm-hmm. any matches on there yeah, at all, i'm excited about watch that this one. weekend yeah, yeah it's uh it's 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 a mix of like um pro wrestling slash MMA, which is, they mm-hmm. did a really good job because both of those guys are, they're a- amateur wrestlers, obviously, um, where Matt Riddle's a former MMA fighter too. So you see it a lot, you see a lot of that. He kind of like shined a little bit in that, but yeah, he, uh, looked he really good. Yeah. He hasn't come out the victor though, which is, which is pretty surprising. Um, mm-hmm. so the other part of that is there's, uh, apparently they're supposedly moving him to SmackDown. Yeah. That's uh, what I heard too. Yeah. So maybe that's why he lost the match there. Um, but they're, I mean, the other thing is, too, they're probably going to start calling a lot more NXT people up to the main roster. Because if you watch Raw and SmackDown, it's literally the same people every week. Yeah. I don't think they've changed out any people. So they do need some new faces up there. So don't be surprised if you see, like, Matt Riddle up there and maybe, I'm not saying Tommaso Ciampa or 
Johnny Gargano, but mm-hmm. who knows? They might show up at some point. Keith Lee, uh, where they made those appearances already during like the Survivor Series weekend, right. and they got like huge praise and stuff like that for their performances and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. all in all, NXT was great. I enjoyed yeah, we it. also saw that um, it was they did like a Zoom conference between Regal and Adam Cole. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Man. Yeah, and uh, I know a Dream Guy. I can't believe you you, you weren't mention that, but yeah. Uh, Regal gets to pick the location and the stipulation for the Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream match. Uh, And uh, Adam Cole says, you know, that his his stipulation was that Velveteen Dream can never challenge for the title as long as he is the champ. Right. And then Regal agreed to that as long as Regal gets to pick the location and the stipulation, he said he'll pick something that plays to both their strengths. So I'm yeah. curious to see like what what kind of match this ends up being. Yeah, it's going to be a cinematic match, probably. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, which this, I can't uh, wait. This inner house uh, card is looking really, really good. We'll we'll uh, preview that next week, but uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be really fun uh, for sure, and I'm excited about that. It's going to be on a Sunday, which I was hoping to be on a Saturday. But uh, I guess they're going to move all those. Now that they're not bumped up against WWE main roster pay-per-views, they're going to be on Sundays now. So, Right. Um, all right, let's go outside. That was only an hour and 20 minutes. Let's go outside. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> let's go outside the squared circle, sponsored by our good friends at Collar and Elbow. You can use code CHICK for 10% off of there. And uh, our good friend Drew Gulak, who had been – who wrestled Daniel Bryan a couple weeks ago on SmackDown and was then moved to the alumni page. It looks like they, they couldn't renegotiate a contract, and I guess now he has re-signed with the WWE. So that's a pretty good pretty good for him. I lo- I like his style. Um he's he did like the cool like two oh five two oh five live gimmick pretty well of like kind of running for president and then uh now he's just kinda of like a shit kicking like, you know, technical wrestler, which is what he really does the best. But uh I think he's a really talented guy. I'm glad they were able to keep him. Yeah, no, he's uh actually that match that he had with um at uh, with um Daniel Bryan oh, what pay per view was that? They were the they were the um the pre show. They were right? the opening match. The pre show, yeah. yeah. That match right there where they, they claim that Something happened with Daniel Bryan, which I didn't see at all. But that match was like, if you're really into like catch wrestling and that type uh-huh. of style of match, that match is really awesome. Um, they gel really well together, and I'm hoping that since he did resign, that they continue the the Drew Gulak Daniel Bryan like connection going. That was the match. I think his uh, his testicles fell out of his pants. Right? Yeah, I didn't see yeah. that. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see it at all. So. I, I thought it was like a, I thought people were just saying that it happened because I'm not sure when it happened and if it did happen it happened super fast. And I don't know. If, did you guys see it when it happened or no? I missed it. No, I did yeah. not see it. But I heard all about it after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, his balls fell out and they were not <laughs> uh, they were not trimmed. But if he was using Manscaped, he would have been all set. They have redesigned yeah. their electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, guys. So this trimmer will not snag or nick your nuts. Um, I I got one. I love it. My wife loves it even more than I do because uh, you know keeping the family jewels nice and trimmed down there. You can use uh, our code, uh, which is chick C H I C K for twenty percent off and uh, free shipping as well. I know our good buddy Zach Egloff. Just got uh, just ordered his, so uh, we'll have to get uh, 
his thoughts on it once he does. But uh, yeah, it's great stuff. Manscaped.com. Use our code, and um, that is uh, that's the place. You know, it's getting hot out there, Sheena. It's getting hot yeah. out. Yeah. Getting hot out. You know, we're getting ninety degree days coming out. You don't want to be walking around with. Uh, the, the wild Samoans in between your legs. So uh, no, and ladies, listen, we're all quarantined, but it's still it's still gonna be bathing suit season soon. So listen, it's not gonna nick your lady bits either. So if, you're, <laughs> if, if your man orders a lawnmower and you're you're feeling frisky, grab that thing. You know, chuck it on your lady bits, and you will not regret it. And your your bikini <laughs> your bikini line will thank you. Ladies, if you do sign up for the highest Patreon tier, I will come over and shave your lady bits for no, you. No, 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 okay, that's, no, no, that's, no, uh, no, no. Let's that, edit that. That has to be edited. No, no definitely. that was not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. That was completely a joke. I am not. I am not shaving anybody, Christina. If you're listening, I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, let's get outside the squared circle. Uh, we talked about Drew Gulak resigning. AW promoting heavily HBO Max all over their uh, their platform on Wednesday. Someone told me that there might be a TV show coming up on HBO for AEW, which would be pretty cool. I don't know what it would be. I don't know if it would be a, a wrestling show or if it would be like kind of an all elite type of like hidden cam type of show. I don't but you know. I don't know. I mean, I from what I understand, there. You know, I didn't even know HBO Max was like a thing. You know, when that when yeah. I saw HBO Max, I was so confused because you know we have HBO, HBO Now or HBO Go, Go or, or HBO whatever Go. it's yeah. called. Yeah, whatever it's called now. Um, but then I was like, HBO Max, what the hell is that? But apparently, they're gonna have like sports entertainment and like some network entertainment. And like they're they've partnered with uh, like. TNT and like Warner Media and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they're gonna do. Um, I think a uh, AEW Dark is gonna be on HBO Max. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, I guess because uh, yeah, that that was one of the rumors. And then like the real thing is obviously, like you said, Warner Media owns pretty much like TNT and all these different things. So that's why they're heavily promoting uh, HBO Max, and they have like all the shows that were on like TNT, like doing reruns, like you have like, they have friends, they own friends now. So you can watch all the seasons of friends. You can watch all the seasons of fresh Prince of Bel-Air and like all these shows that are attached to Warner media, pretty much all like the, um, or Warner brothers. So like the Warner brothers cartoons are on there now, Sesame street, um, all the DC, uh, movies are pretty much on there now too, as well. Animaniacs. Um, Animaniacs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like, what a pull! What a pull yeah. that is! Oh <laughs> of all the shows you could mention, wow! Great, yeah, Animaniacs too. You know, from thirty Listen, years ago. Oh, <laughs> you never know what is going to come out of the deep recesses of my brain. There, there are some pockets and glimmers of hope that that happened before I became a mom that I can pull from. This weekend, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to figure out what the difference is between HBO Go, HBO. Now, now and HBO, HBO Max, HBO Max, uh-huh. three different three different services. They and offer. just and just good old working class HBO. Cl- yeah, classic home box office. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Diana Perazzo signed with uh, Impact. I guess she didn't have a ninety day uh, no compete, so she is now part of that Impact uh, Women's Division, which is uh, virtuosa. Yeah. yeah, the virtuosa is with the Impact. So the the other part of that too is a lot of people are getting on AEW for not signing. Diana Perazzo. Um, so there was like an article I read that, I mean, they interviewed 
um, Kenny Omega, and they were just like, oh, how come you didn't sign her to the women's division? Uh, he's like, she's well, not Asian, duh. That, that too, that that was actually not his answer. Um, <laughs> he did he did say that, uh, you know, he's like, I'm very happy for her and all that stuff, but he said something to the fact, like, if you've seen our women's division, you know, I think we're pretty good. Like, like basically, we don't You're need like, her. Are and I'm like, are you? Are you, though? Are you really good? We're not going to go into that because we went into that earlier in the show. But that was his answer. It was like, yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm. We don't need Diona Perrazzo. But she's going to become a huge star um, in TNA. And the crazy thing is, TNA has been around longer than WCW. Yeah, that is my at, favorite. At this point, which is insane. Like, they're still running. Like, that's crazy to me that they're still going. And they're still semi-successful. They've, they've never uh, had, like, a hiatus. No, they've no it hasn't stopped because they they had that little like weird part where they're looking for a buyer and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But other other than that, they didn't really go anywhere. They just kept it moving, which is pretty miraculous in this day and age. Usually they like die out by now, but whatever. But yeah, she signed to Impact, and they added more to their uh, established women's roster over there. So. Good luck to her. That's my second favorite stat after the fact that Shayna Baszler is older than Beth Phoenix. That's my that's my favorite. Yeah. That's my favorite stat. Yeah. Yeah, we already yeah, we, we yeah, we've talked about that. We maybe touched on that. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, we did. it's just cra- it's just crazy to think about like that she's like, you know, up and coming and then she's like older than one of the announcers who we watched back in like, you know, early 2010s. <laughs> you right. Know. Um Carrie Sane injured uh at oh, uh, Raw by uh by Nia Jax? What? I yeah, know. she's really safe she's, usually. She, I know, like she's akin to like Undertaker as far as like her ring safety. I don't know yeah. what what happened. Like it was total total <laughs> flub, but um let's just let's just talk about Nia Jax for a minute because <sighs> I know this has been like she's kind of just been playing it off on Twitter like this is her gimmick like oh yeah, I'm just going to like, you know, I'm going to hurt you and get you out of the match. But I mean, at what point are we going to be like, okay, Nia, like maybe you really are an unsafe ring worker she I mean she almost killed charlotte like three years ago doing the um freaking shoulder breaker instead of like instead of hitting her actual like shoulder she hits her head on her knee and almost breaks charlotte's oh, neck and, yeah. and, and then in the same freaking match doesn't catch charlotte when she does a moonsault off the top rope out onto the outside yeah you know what i mean like it, like so she just like completely lets charlotte just like flip off the the top rope and doesn't catch her and then yeah. she um she busts Becky's face up. She hurts. She hurt Bailey. Bailey was out for like a month. Um, yeah, that's right. Uh huh. And then now she's hurt Kyrie Sane. So yeah, I mean, yeah. she almost killed uh, uh, Sasha Banks too on a uh, Monday Night Raw. They were doing like a ring apron. Um, so she's uh, basically move. trying to kill the four horse women. Yeah, she like Jeez, she didn't yeah, go she with the she. Yeah, she did something where she didn't go with like. It was supposed to be some move on the ring apron. Like they were standing outside the ropes and they were both out there. And she like kind of like let Sasha Banks just drop to the to the mat, like to the off the ring apron mm. to the floor. Like it was just, I remember watching it and she kind of like folded because <laughs> they're like they're all super flexible. So like she landed and she like folded. I'm like, was that supposed to happen? Or like and then I watched it back again. I was like, no, she was Sasha was going for a move. Yeah. And Nia didn't read it or she didn't want to do I don't know what the hell happened. And she just let her like fall to the to the mat from yeah. the ring apron to them. Like, yeah, she's yeah, she's a hazard. I mean, she she is a hazard at this little... point. And I don't typically like if, if accidents happen, God knows, like I've defended Seth Rollins tooth and nail. When stuff, when stuff has happened, I mean, he broke John Cena's nose when, when the thing happened with Finn, which is, which was Finn's fault, by the way. Yeah, that was um, Finn's fault. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, 
And then Sting, yeah, and even Sting said that that wasn't Seth's fault, just yeah. just for the, just for the record. <laughs> but but I like you know I've de- I've defended him tooth and nail, and I know accidents happen. This is wrestling; it's a contact sport. Yep. There are so many things that happen. But I mean, come on, Nia, like this is getting ridiculous. Even if he didn't injure anyone, she's just not very good at wrestling. Just the simplest way you could put it, she's just not. You know, she's she's bigger than everybody, which makes mm-hmm. her like a good like imposing force. But you yeah, know, so was uh the great Kali, and he wasn't like good at wrestling. So um, yeah, you know, like I said, uh, Nyla Jack, uh, sorry, Nyla Rose. I got Nyla <laughs> Jack. <laughs> yeah, just mash them together. <laughs> Nyla Rose is like head and shoulders wrestling wise better than uh the Nia Jack. So uh, but uh, yeah, well uh, let's get into our go figure segment, guys. 